Welcome to the Thrive Forever Fit Show. I am your host, Jay Nixon, and this show is all about disruption, inspiration, and transformation. My purpose and passion behind doing this show is to give you information, resources, and knowledge to help you move to the next level of life, to help you live that life of abundance and awesomeness that I know that you desire and I know you deserve. And so what we're going to do with each and every episode is bring you an action-packed, detailed-oriented, systematic approach to living your best life. Now, today's episode is sponsored by Thrive Elite Greens. Thrive Elite Greens is the best-tasting, most electrifying, immune-boosting supplement on the market today. I use it every single day to break my fast. One serving provides you with 12 to 15 servings of fruits and vegetables. And if you're anything like me, you don't even get close to the amount of fruits and veggies that you need on a daily basis. All you have to do is go to thriveforeverfit.com, click the shop button, scroll down. You'll see the Elite Greens along with all the other supplements that I offer. I promise you it is delicious, nutritious, and amazing for your body and your immune system as a whole. We're coming into that time of year, that season where people start to get a little down in the dumps with their immune systems, sicknesses, and illnesses, and all of those things. So do everything you can to fortify that with the nutrients you need to make yourself as healthy as you can possibly be. All right, guys, let's get to the show. What is going on, beautiful people? Whether you're listening on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Twitcher, anywhere that this podcast is delivered via audio, I appreciate you. If you're watching on YouTube, how you doing? I appreciate you watching. If you'd like to get your hands on one of these snazzy Thrive Fitness Studio hats, let me know. I'll hook you up. Hope you guys are having an amazing day. Wanted to talk about simplicity today. So the simple solution, I've been thinking about this for a while now and and decided just to do a podcast on it because I felt like it's one of those topics where you really are going to know the information that I'm going to chat about, but hopefully it's going to be kind of one of those aha moments or one of those, oh, wow, moments that you've kind of just overlooked and or just haven't given a whole lot of thought to because I mean, for lack of a better term, you're a human, right? And so what we do as humans, me included, is we like to complicate situations and scenarios and everything in our life. I have a, I have a saying, I always you know, tell Lori, I'm like, hey, if you want to make something challenging, just add a human. Like we have an innate ability to just make things difficult. You know, and I think about it from my perspective of what I do for um, a job or a career or my work is, you know, I help people with, you know, transformations and optimizations of their health, their lifestyle, their mindset, you know, just their entire world. And if you really drill down to like just the nutritional element of that, like what to eat, maybe what to eat less of, how to construct that um, algorithm, humans can make that so challenging and so difficult. I don't know if it's from the days of like And I think, you know, Weight Watchers is obviously still around, you know, hats off to to WW or whatever you're calling yourself now. Um, You guys have had a hell of a run. But, you know, it's like counting points for this or that, like, you know, a salad is three points, a donut is 19 points. I mean, I'm making these numbers up, obviously. I do not know this, so don't hold me accountable to that. But, you know, making it be a point system. And then, you know, we get into all the things of like, now there's, you know, the big thing is like, you know, counting your macros. And, 
you know, macros are a real thing, right? You got protein, you got fats, and you got carbohydrates. But we, you know, we say counting macros, and we come up with these um, percentage points of each that this person should be consuming, and that person should be consuming, and only on days that end in Y, and start with T, and all of that kind of stuff. And it just makes it really challenging. And then you get into even more crazy things like carb cycling, and just, I mean, everything, you need an abacus, you need a, you know, a sundial, you need a PhD in physics or mathematics to be able to figure out some of these formulas for losing weight when in actuality, it's simple. I'm not saying it's easy. So please don't put those um, words in my mouth. I'm not saying that it's easy, but I am saying that it's simple. Like the most simplistic processes of weight loss are the things that really work and are in actuality the easiest things to do and the easiest things to follow. You know, it's one of the main reasons why I never use the diet word in my world of, of work. I never put somebody on a quote unquote diet. Um, I help them create lifestyle solutions and lifestyle transformations because if you can't continue and follow something forever, and it has an, a hard stop endpoint. What then? Like, what are you going to do when the hard stop endpoint comes? Well, you're going to do the things that you've always done, and those are the things that have gotten you to where you were in the first place. And so it's just that habitual cycle of lose weight, gain weight, the roller coaster effect that, you know, somebody that comes from my perspective is just really trying to get people to get off of. And so I'm not going to get into the, the details of, of my weight loss philosophy uh, on this podcast. It's really what it's not about. It's more about understanding that simple is the solution. Now, I know it's not sexy either. And that's another thing is like as humans, we crave new. We crave the bright, shiny object. We crave the sexy solution, the, the cool buzzwords, the all those things. It's like, you know, and, and I've been doing this for such a long time that I understand that most things are just reintroduced with a new name and new paint job and people get excited about them, but they're really quintessentially things that have been around forever. Like the Atkins diet has been around forever. It's just been rebranded as, you know, the ketogenic diet. And there's been a ton of marketing thrown at it and new products and, and everything, you know, like that. And so, I mean, high protein, low carb, you know, I mean, you name it, like these things have been around forever. And what we do in the, the world of nutritional and weight loss marketing is we just, we put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. And that's why the nutrition world is a $5 trillion industry and people have never been more out of shape and more confused, more unhealthy, disease states have never been higher. When really what we need to do is we need to get uber simple with the things that we're doing and the simplicity of nutrition is really, it's, it's not challenging. You know, I, I, I catch some flack from time to time because I always use the analogy of like, when people tell me, well, Jay, I don't know what to eat. That's just absolutely not true. I understand that you might be confused because of all the things that I've just got through talking about, all of the marketing and the magazines and the websites and the gurus and the everything there is to that you're being inundated with. But if I, I always say, if I gave you a test and you win a million dollars, if you pass the test, like you'd win a million dollars. Like, you know, the difference in a hamburger versus a salad or a donut versus um, carrots. I mean, like, you know, what foods are 
on paper healthy for you and what foods are probably part of your issue or part of the problem if you are someone who is overweight. So it's not that you don't know what to eat. You've just allowed yourself to hear so much noise. And that's what we do. Like we ingest everything as humans and we don't filter any of it out. And the next thing you know, we've got this pile of information that we don't know what to do with. And the confused mind says no. And we always go right back to doing the things that we've always done, which are the things that are really what are causing us the problems that we're having in the moment. And so therefore we have the same issues, right? And so we've just got to get better at filtering information and auditing our inputs. And if it sounds too complex, then delete it and really go with the most simplistic route possible. And if you think about it, the most simplistic things with nutrition, workouts, even making money, like making money is not a, it's not an algorithmic thing. Like it's the basic principles that you need to follow if you want to have more money in your life. Having great relationships is not and should not be that challenging of a process, but we as humans really, really, really struggle with it. And part of the reasons that we do that is we overthink everything. We over-process and over-plan. We try all these hacks and all these things that are going to get us something quicker than we deserve those things. And I say that, and again, that's another one of those points that people says, what do you mean deserve those things? And you have to be really honest with yourself about why you are where you are. Let's just, let's stay on the weight loss topic because it's really easy to, it's really easy to visualize and quantify. If you're someone who's 50 pounds overweight, you've done a certain set of things that have gotten you to be 50 pounds overweight. You didn't just wake up one day and holy shit, I'm 50 pounds overweight. And so therefore you're not going to wake up the following day and holy shit, be 50 pounds less than you were when you went to bed. And so when I say that you are the weight that you quote unquote deserve to be, it's not that I'm saying that you, you should be punished or that you're doing, you deserve that. But what I'm saying is that you've done things to get you into that position, right? And so what we do as humans is we try to hack ourselves out of that. We want, it, we want to lose the weight faster than we gain the weight. And it's really not going to happen that way. Like the human body is set up with a certain set of standards and a certain set of processes that it's going to take you X amount of time to lose X amount of weight regardless of what you do. Now, there are people that do radical things, right? There's surgeries, there's liquid diets, there's you know radical fasting, there's all these things. But I'm talking about people who want to develop a lifestyle, right? Like I'm not interested in hacking anybody's system. I'm not interested in helping you lose 50 pounds in 25 days. Um, all those things you see on the magazine when you're checking out that Dr. Oz promotes now or or anybody will promote anything now for the right amount of money. I'm not interested in any of that because it's not going to work. It's going to be defleeting for you. It's going to be defeating for you. And you're going to end up right back to where you were, discouraged, overwhelmed, and just frustrated. And then you're going to finally eventually say, screw it. Like, this is just how life's supposed to be for me. And so what I'd like you to do is start to simplify things and start to look at things from a really micro decision level. Like what are the simplest, most micro decisions that I could make for the next 14 days that would make a substantial difference in my life? 
Like, am I going to lose 50 pounds in 14 days? Absolutely not. I might not even lose five pounds in 14 days, but that's okay. Because here's what I have to understand. The simpler I am with this process, the easier it's going to be for me to maintain and sustain and actually turn that into my lifestyle. Like, let's look at, let's look at fat burners, for an example. My last podcast, I talked about how you know, I worked in the nutrition industry for a long time um, for a supplement company, tried every fat burner known to man, basically destroyed the inside of my body and didn't get the results that I was looking for. Fat burners have been around since the beginning of that. I, since I can remember, guys, since I'm going to say this since the beginning of time, since the beginning of the supplement industry, industry, fat burners have been around. I want to ask you a really basic, simple question. If they worked, would we be more overweight than we've ever been? Well, of course not, Jay. That, that, I mean, I, what you just asked me a very basic question that doesn't make any sense. Like if they worked and people took them and people lost the weight that they wanted to lose and people were as healthy as they've ever been, then we wouldn't be more overweight than we've ever been. Obesity wouldn't be at an all-time high. Diabetes wouldn't be at an all-time high. Heart disease wouldn't be at an all-time high. We wouldn't have a, a crisis of, of obesity. So of course they don't work, Jay. Well, then why are we still chasing them? Why are they still one of the most popular supplements sold in the United States and in the world? Answer, marketing. You're, con you're continually told this is the one. This is the fat burner that's going to make all of your dreams come true. I mean, I'm from back in the old school days when there was like ephedra. And ephedra was probably the closest thing to a, I mean, I, I call it a drug. It's, it was a pharmaceutical drug that was being sold in the nutrition world that, that would knock some weight off of you if you, you know, took it, worked out, and didn't eat like a complete savage. It would definitely knock weight off of you. But completely unhealthy, completely um, overused and overdosed. And I mean that in the form of like, they were, you were getting way too much milligram dosages of that stuff. I mean, we're lucky more hearts didn't explode and, and things didn't go south with that thing. But that's the, that's the school that I came from. And then the federal got banned, got, you know, by the, the federal government banned it. Then we went into the worlds of like hydroxy cuts and xenadrines and, and all of those things. And those things are still around today. And they've tweaked them and they've modified them and they've tried to chemicalize them the best that they could to make them the most radical things on the planet. And now there's pre-workouts that'll, you know, get you buzzing and stimulate, supposedly stimulate your metabolism and do all these things. Guys, if they worked, wouldn't we all just be super fit? I mean, wouldn't we all just go down to the, the local nutrition store, buy a bottle, take a bottle and lose 15, 20, 30 pounds? Of course we would, but it doesn't work. Right, it's that it's that hack that's been around forever that we keep rebranding and relabeling and reimagining and and dressing up and calling it different things. That if it worked, it would have already worked, right? Just like I go back to like the simple things and like I and listen, I'm not I'm not here to bash any diet or any program or anything of that nature, but I'm just telling you, if it worked, it would have already worked for you. If Weight Watchers worked, you wouldn't be doing it for the 15th time, the 20th time, the 30th time. You would have learned how to eat for your lifestyle and you would have just continued to eat for that lifestyle. All right?
it's like the it's like the meal plans that come to your house and you just have to you know heat them and eat them right if you're willing to do that for the rest of your life that might work for you but most people aren't for financial reasons right so the minute you go back to having to go to the grocery store buy your own food cook your own food do your own things your habits never really changed and you go back to eating fast food you go back to eating the quick fix stuff and you never really learn anything because you didn't just keep it simple now that is a simple that is a simple solution in the short term but what i'm talking about is if you just simplified the process as a whole and you looked at your life and what you want it to look like right and i'm not not everybody doesn't need to weigh 150 pounds every dude doesn't need to weigh 180 pounds with a six pack you just don't need to if you want to that's something you should try to achieve but if not i'm talking about just being healthy like having having a wealth of health where you don't have to worry about disease states, where obesity is not an issue for you, where you, guys, the number one comorbidity, and this is not a Jane Nixon factor figure, the number one comorbidity for the recent crisis that we have been involved in is obesity. And what a comorbidity is, 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 a, is an existing disease state that someone already has, that when they got the thing, it exacerbated it to a level where, where they had the most complications. The number one, I think this was Harvard or Columbia, or yeah, so one of the major medical institutions put this study out. You can find it yourself. I'll try to find it if you want to challenge me on it, whatever. Obesity, the number one comorbidity. You know what number two was? Stress. What two things did I just say that are completely controllable by us? Obesity and stress. But yet we don't control those things. We actually exacerbate those things because we make things too complicated. If we simplified our lives, for lack of a better term, we simplified our, our lifestyles, and stop looking for hacks and tricks and, and overthinking of things. And we just got down to like the basics of like, of what food, right? And that's, that's part of the problem in and of itself right there. We're no longer eating food. Like we're no longer consuming food. We're consuming food-like substances. And those food-like substances are chemicalized and they don't even mimic the nutritional qualities, both on a macro and a, and a micro level of nutrients to sustain and help our bodies live in homeostasis. There hence the reason why disease states, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and the laundry list of the other ones are at an all time high. If you go into most people's homes, into their pantries and refrigerators, you are going to find 50% plus of food-like substances. You're not going to find a lot of whole food anymore because we are a quick fix, hack the system, make it easy, make it tasty, blah, blah, blah society. And this is where we've gotten to. And we do the same thing with everything. Like I'll move away from, I'm going to move away from the nutritional aspect for just a second. So you guys can see how we do this in other realms. So let's talk about making money right? Everybody wants to hack the system when it comes to making money. We want to get rich today, right? And that's just not how the process works. So if you look at 
like how people are making money. It's like now the whole new thing with like Bitcoin and all of these things is out there. And it makes zero sense to most people. I'd say 90% of the people that I know have no concept or clue of what it is, what it means, how it works, what's a blockchain, what is a Bitcoin, dog, this, this. I mean, all the names, you have no clue, but you're willing to chase that because of the quick fix idea that you could be wealthy based on something that you really don't even understand. But you're willing to chase that because you have this desire to accumulate wealth faster than, I'm going to use the phrase again, than you deserve to. That don't mean that in a negative fashion. I think everybody deserves to be wealthy. Everybody deserves abundance. But what if you took that same level of, of money and interest and, and all those things and you applied it to your craft or you applied it to things that are proven to bring you wealth? Like, wouldn't you be much better off as opposed to trying to play the quick fix game. It's like, I know people and I have, z I have nothing against um, multi-level marketing or direct sales or whatever they call it now, but I know a lot of people that are constantly chasing the new one, the next one. Like somebody just came to mind and like every other month, they're sending out an email about the new one that they're doing, right? It, went, it goes from towels, um, cleaning solutions, vitamins, hair care products, um, life insurance, like you name it. And so the thing is, what if they just went all in on the one thing that they're passionate about? They'd have way more money than if they, if they, than they do and they will if they'll stop chasing the bright, shiny object, right? And we do the same thing with relationships. Like the, the best relationships are the most simple ones, right? They're the ones without the drama. They're the ones without the negativity. They're the ones with with complete radical honesty and loyalty and all of those things. And so when you think about our lives and how we construct them as humans, like we get in the way and we convolute everything. And so let's go back to and, and finish up with kind of nutrition as a whole. So what would you suggest that I do, Jay? I would suggest that you look at your current lifestyle, right? You identify your current patterns you, you make an assessment of those current patterns, which ones are currently beneficial for you, which ones are currently not beneficial for you, and replace the non-beneficial ones with the next simplest solution. What if for the next 14 days you drank, I mean, I won't even say a gallon of water, but what if you just drank half a gallon of water for the next 14 days? It's not even really that much, I'm going to be honest with you, but you probably don't even get nearly that much. And then for the 14 days after that, what if you replaced one of your carbohydrate sources with a better carbohydrate source? I'm not even telling you not to eat the carbohydrates, but just a better source. So what if you replaced your, your regular French fries with sweet potato fries? Okay. And then what if the next two weeks after that, you replaced your sweet potato fries with actual sweet potatoes, like just a regular sweet potato, maybe like put in the air fryer. And then what if you just kept branching down the system of simplicity of adding new and healthier things into your world? Like maybe that would be the solution long-term for you to get the things that you want to get. So I think we have to start thinking more simply as opposed to creating these massive complex problems for ourselves 
because what we do as humans, like most humans major in minor things. And so what I mean by that is we spend 90% of our time focused on the problem and 10% focused on the solution. What if we flip that and focused 90% on the solution and 10% on the problem? So we gave 90% of our energy and effort to the solution of just making better micro decisions and not in and of it the problem itself, which is, quote unquote, I don't know what to do, right? We've really got to start to be honest with ourselves and stop making things more challenging than they need to be. Like, I guarantee you, if, if you were in front of me right now and I gave you a test on nutrition, a test on workouts, a test on money, and a test on relationships, you'd pass all four of them if there was a big enough prize for you at the end because you wouldn't defer to I don't know. Like, really, in the world we live in today, 2022, I don't know is no longer a viable answer. And I don't mean that in a negative fashion. It's just not a viable answer because if something's important enough to you, it's very easy to, to find the answer and or the solution to the problem. You may not like the answer or the solution, and that is another issue in and of itself, and that's kind of where we are, right? That kind of ties this whole thing right back together of we don't choose the simplistic route because it's not sexy, it's not easy, and there's really no reason to fail at that simple solution. What we would rather choose is something over here that is multi-complex. It's very challenging. You'll be lucky as hell if you even get through three weeks of it because it's got a built-in fail button for you. And with that built-in fail button, nobody's going to say, oh my gosh, what happened? You'd be like, oh my God, look at what, look what I tried to do. And they'd be like, holy shit, nobody could do that. And you'd be like, I know. But if you just got really simple over here and there was like three things then you don't do it by choice, not because you couldn't, you just made the decisions not to, then it's not as cool to say, look how hard this was, right? Because when you look at it, it's not hard. I mean, I shouldn't say that. It's not challenging, right? It might be hard because, you know, losing weight, listen, I mean, you've got a, you've got a set of built-in belief systems and you've got a set of built-in routines and standards and patterns that are going to be challenging to break. But if they're worth breaking, if the solution and the outcome is, is important enough to you, you can break them and you can make better decisions. And I can assure you of this, start looking for the simplest solution. And in the simplicity of that solution, you're gonna find an answer that is that makes sense to you. And if it makes sense to you, you're gonna be more likely to do it. So I hope that has a light bulb going off for you. Like I said, that's not going to be anything epiphanal, not going to be anything miraculous. I didn't just blow your face off with brand new information. But the idea behind today was getting you to start thinking differently, getting you to start thinking about life in a more simplistic fashion. And if you'll do that, the results and the rewards are going to be miraculous. They're going to be amazing. Like abundance is found in simplicity. Think about that. And the next time you start looking for that hack or that diet or that thing, right? Go simple. Go as simple as you can and that'll be your solution for it. Guys, I hope you have a wonderful, amazing rest of your day, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this. I just want you to know I appreciate you. I'm grateful that you spend the time 
um, to either watch my YouTube show or to listen to my podcast. And I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you. Um, comment below. Let me know what you want more of. Let me know if you want some specific answers to a specific question. Um, let me know what you're interested in, and I'll be more than happy to um, produce that content for you. So have a beautiful rest of your day. Be awesome to each other, and I'll see you very soon. All right. Love you. Bye.